that was not easy for anybody. And yet they made it look like a million dollars because the thing is that the idea was that they never stop. They can't stop. So the choreography has to keep them moving forward. So these guys are telling a story, acting, they're singing, they're dancing. The singing, of course, has to be that probably the lip sync right. everything else. Um, they're dancing, and they, we, they especially, have to go from A, point A, to point B and nail that point B. But it's a long hallway. It, it looks like nothing, but it's so hard. It's, it was so hard. So even when they were just walking uh, casually, that is part of the choreography. That is the musical aspect of what you were just saying, that they had to be at a certain point. They can't, the steps could not be too long, otherwise they could try like it was this all the time trying to, and they made it look like they were having a good time. They were just, you know, everything was, was nice, but it was the easiest one. The one that looks the easiest, I think was the most challenging. That is Roberto Campanella, an award-winning choreographer who showcased his work on the recent Star Trek Strange New World episode, Subspace Rhapsody. What I really found interesting about what we just heard is that the things that appear to be most simplest are the hardest to do. Life is kind of like that too, isn't it? This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore humanity, and I'm Tony Tolado. We look at this episode and the key elements that were available to him to make this groundbreaking episode happen. Roberto Campanella, in a moment. I, I got to ask you, uh, as yeah. far as um, lead time for choreographing uh, the dance numbers, were you involved with the composers at all? So this way you had an idea what to do or did you do it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they, they, were, they were great. I will get I will get even the rough, the rough ones. I got I got the rough ones with with someone else's voice. Yeah, yeah. No, we. um uh, no, they served us well, and when I say as is me and Dermot, uh, the director. Um, so we already had uh, we already had an idea, and in fact, I also had the ability to even before meeting cast to start rehearsing to get this rough music. Taking my assistant, who's one of my dancers in my dance company here in Toronto, and uh, and choreograph it on ourselves first. Send it mm -hmm. on, send it to Dermot and saying, yes, no, what do you think? Uh, get his approval and then see, see cast. So, um, no, that actually was well. Let's, look, Tony, this is everything clicked in this one. I'm not saying this because of the interview, because no, there is my, I hope. You know, you can hear the sincerity coming uh, from me that this is, they met every single need uh, that we had, that me, Dermot, or whether it was uh, 
or even just props or sets or it, any anything that was that vibe um studying everybody was buzzing from the from akiva to uh chris uh fisher andrea like everybody they were buzzing and and so by by the time actually i got to meet cast um probably two or three weeks before we started um they were they, everybody was excited everybody was excited so um so everything clicked in my my the first meeting with McDermott, we, we just clicked with Bill, who was always on set, the writer. Um, the three of us were, were just attached to each other's hips. Um, that's, and that's nice. following ahead. You know. That's great. And, and really, choreography is not just dance, it's movement. So you're working with the song, so the actor is in the right place to enhance the mood of the song. And I know you've done movement for other shows we'll talk about in a minute or so, but mm -hmm. talk about that aspect of it. Now, yeah, I think, as you said, you know, I've been talking about one of the most challenging ones I think I personally feel is the one that, that looks the easiest, which is the waltz of Paul and Rebecca together. The waltz doing... Yes. That, that is not easy. That was not easy for anybody. And yet they made it look like a million dollars because the thing is that the idea was that they never stop. They can't stop. So the choreography has to keep them moving forward. So these guys are telling a story, acting, they're singing, they're dancing. The singing, of course, has to be that probably the lip sync right. and everything else. Um, they're dancing. And they, we, they especially, have to go from A, point A, to point B and nail that point B. But it's a long hallway. <laughs> it, it looks like nothing, but it's so hard. It's, it was so hard. So even when they were just walking uh, casually, that is part of the choreography. That is the musical aspect of what you were just saying, that they had to be at a certain point. They can't, the steps could not be too long, otherwise they could try. Like it was this all the time trying to, and they made it look like they were having a good time. They were just, you know, everything was, was nice, but it was the easiest one. The one that looks the easiest, I think was the most challenging. And that is, I think, what you were uh, mentioning just now. There's more Sci-Fi Talk Trek Tuesday with Roberto Campanella, choreographer of the Strange New Worlds episode, Subspace Rhapsody. You know, it looked like I've been watching musicals forever in my life. And I, I thought I saw that the 1950s glory years musicals was an inspiration for some of the numbers in particular, because actually that kind of gets this whole thing started with them singing and, and dancing and all. Was any anyone in particular, maybe the old Rodgers and Hammerstein kind of musicals? There was, I mean, I was, okay, some of them I was 
sent some reference once uh, from Bill and Dana and, and uh, uh, some of them, I think I did some search to see whether or not that was the field. So there was an exchange, but we went from Chicago to Jesus Christ Superstar, the table one, uh, the redemption on the table uh, reference, which was for, I think it was for Jess's moment. I'm ready. Um, so yes, there were, there were some, um, oh, there was also, yeah, I was sent some references as, as the feel of, of it all, mm -hmm. uh, that was sent to me. So yeah, which, which helped immensely. Absolutely. Well, another thing too, is, uh, Star Trek is not necessarily a musical show. So the sets are not built for a musical. No. So how did you kind of get around that i guess you had to carefully stage things so people aren't bumping into things and things like that yeah so we another luxury that production um gave us was that dermot the director came a week prior to his official prepping start time um that what that made it was that I basically was just him and I. He was always available. That's and, nice. And he was always um, in the in the studio. And so I, and so knowing that he was always there, I was <laughs> in there. So what that led us to going, walking around set, predict all the issues, fix them on the spot. With all the ideas, the preliminary ideas that Dermot was going to have, um, and exchange some other ideas between him and I, but the way he was going to block it, the way he was going to shoot it. And then again, what I would do, I would, so the walls, for example, it, there is, I have a lot of videos of me and Kelly dancing before it even. So we managed to actually, which is another luxury, um, to choreograph and create everything straight to set. Wow. For that set. And you know how it is that you go into the dance studio first, then you come to set and you have to change everything. That's right. And the shooting starts and you continue to make adjustments because the camera angles on. So, so yeah, the, um, everything was created directly on set. I never went to the studio. First project that I do, that I don't go to the studio, but I create everything on set. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the <laughs> best, most fun, most exciting job I've ever done. Ever. Wow, that's great. You've yeah. done some real good ones too, let me tell you. <laughs> that's right. Award-winning No offense no to the other ones, obviously. Yeah. You know, uh, as far as choreography and dance, it's really its own language, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 But the language that that we were, everybody, not just me and Dermot, but uh, we were strict and very rigid with the script. So the script would dictate everything. There yeah. was nothing that was left, just a dance or 
just a song or the nothing, nothing. So, so the emotional content and narrative or uh, the story, sub stories and all these little relationships and all these little things had to, and we had to move progressively up. We couldn't peak too early for anything. So there was this careful, uh, thought out way of getting us up, up there. Mm -hmm. And of course, led by the script, the writing, and everything else. But yes, that that was another thing that there was nothing left to chance, no. Man, what a great episode. It actually was very moving. I didn't expect that. I really did not expect that. But I'm so glad it, uh, you know, it, it led me in that direction. I mean, there were some really good numbers in this. The song's blew me away and they're even on apple apple music now which is great oh i didn't know that so Love people it. can actually start downloading them and they're worthy of it believe me i hope um, so. i hope for tom and uh henry i think um yeah. I, I hope for them that because they're great i mean i thoroughly enjoyed every single one of them well, in closing, I have to really thank you for your work on Shape of Water, which is a wonderful oh, film. Oh, thank you. And also The String, another too. One, that's another one that is in my heart, I have to say. Oh, yeah, that's a great one, definitely. Congratulations on this. God, thank it's a really you. cool episode. I, I thought the script was flawless, and it made sense in a Star Trek way. So, uh, And then the dancing and singing. The, uh, the end is a showstopper. <laughs> and those Klingons featuring Bruce Horick was fantastic. Fantastic. That is that is just the little cherry. The Klingons doing K-pop. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you again so much. Thanks so much, Scott. Okay. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the musical episode as I did. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is available on Paramount Plus. And if you like what you heard, there's more Trek Tuesday podcasts available, and you can subscribe to Sci-Fi Talk at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's absolutely free. Speaking of free, you can also enroll for a free lifetime membership at Sci-Fi Talk Plus with early release, exclusive, and uncut episodes. Just click on the link in the show notes, and it's free for a lifetime. Not kidding. You won't get an offer to upgrade or anything like that. It's free forever. And thanks for listening. This is Tony Tolado.